Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. To know our next guest is to love her. She's been Australian comedy royalty for almost 20 years. She has a new memoir out where she lifts the lid on turning life's tragedies into comedy gold. She's always been very honest about her life, so you can imagine what's in this book. Fiona O'Loughlin, hello. Here she is. Hi, guys. So nice to talk to you. How did you find... It's so I mean, lovely to talk to you. I haven't spoken to you since the jungle, I don't think. No, I don't think. When, when we were congratulating mm. you on winning the jungle. You're, you're the king and the queen. But it was your special way you congratulated me. You well, were so sweet. Aw. Well, actually, well, let's talk about the jungle because you've been so searingly honest in this book. You spoke about how you thought people were laughing at you rather than with you. You didn't have any gauge on how loved you were. And to cope with some of that insecurity... You you kind of had a bit of a relapse in an unusual way. Way, <laughs> yeah, hand sanitizer. Mm. Mm. But I thought in that was a, jungle. But I thought that was an urban myth. I heard that and I said, no, no, surely Fiona's <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Thank God I put it in there because I'm such an idiot. Probably lots of people heard about it. I thought I was the only one in you. <laughs> so, what, what, why, what led you to that? Was is it just now? This is such a beast that's hard to get on top of, or is it that there were you, you, you felt so insecure you needed to? I think whatever I was thinking, it's is more to do with my own addiction, if that makes sense. It's mm. like your, you, your thoughts will. If you think of the addiction as a personality, it's like, come on, we can, we can get her. We can get her here. <laughs> but you manufacture these thoughts yourself. And when you're an addict, I'm not sure that the thoughts aren't manufactured to get you what you want. Mm. Does that make sense? It so you does. self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. Like, I believed I was that nervous for all those years. But now I can go on stage and I'm not that nervous. Now I'm thinking... Was that all that nerves business part of the alcoholism too? Like, did I have to, I don't know, it's very hard to describe, but it was a relapse and my mind had, I wouldn't have known about hand sanitizer except I've been to so many rehabs. Right. And, but That's I, I, think, I heard about it. I think and the so thi- I knew. I think the thing as well, Fiona, with alcoholism is that it, there's no set case of alcoholism there's functioning alcoholics then there's leaving las vegas type alcoholics exactly and you've got to work out where you fit in to that yeah and i think i've i I think i fit i think i'm in there (laughs) yeah definitely but it's like um how can i explain it um yeah we all make our own I wasn't an alcoholic that could. I think if I hadn't been like who I am and just stayed in Alice Springs, I would have slowly progressed. I would have the progression would have been slower for sure, but it wouldn't have changed the fact that I am an alcoholic. And um, I think without having to deal with it, maybe I just would have ended up one of those. You know, it might have been 10 years later, but I'd still be at the back of my backyard, a very, very sick woman. Mm. You know, it's a disease, and we are very unwell people. Yeah, exactly. The book also is hilarious because you're hilarious. I mean, you know, you've got five kids. You grew up in a big family. A thousand funny stories as well. Yeah, and when you – I kind of, I kind of became the uh, life of the party and then beca- keeping that up – not just on stage, in in my own life, that was another role I'd given myself. 
And um, I was like, I don't know who to be anymore. So I don't know. I struggled terribly to to not let anyone down. And you're hard and on yourself as well. Everybody does. Well, I don't think about it. I think you're being a bit hard on yourself. When you look at it, when you finish the jungle, there's a part that you were talking about how you thought the phone would ring off the hook, the offers would be coming in, talk shows, all this sort of stuff, and then that didn't happen for you. Yeah. And then I was really I was nervous about writing about that. Like, oh, you big sook. But um, then it's, and then I thought, that's worth mentioning. What is it? You know, i what is the big fear? I mean, I've been in remission since December 17th, 2019. But in the last, it's been a very long time since I've ever turned up pissed to anything, like except for maybe a gig mid, because I was relapsing three to four times a year for right. about seven. It last any, I'd always end up in hospital. So, um, yeah, there's about... I don't know, 10, 10 days a year that have been very tricky for me, but that's a disease that I manage, you know. I don't know why that seems to... It, it, it's the shame and the stigma that really needs to be torn down mm. because it's it's so counterproductive, and I've seen that firsthand. But you're great. You are. That's and, the thing. Uh, and you are so great. Have you have you been looking at those? You said in your life you don't have to please everybody. Are mm. you finding an inner an inner calm now? Oh, it's unbelievable. It's like night and day. Yeah, and even having written the book is like night and day for me. I just feel completely <laughs> free. <laughs> mm, yeah. Don't Amanda. I'm free. She's free. I can imagine. <laughs> And you nuded up on the telly. That's a sign. <laughs> I know. And we kept having to talk about how nervous we are. And I'm like, nervous? I couldn't be less nervous. So, and, you, and, and you were sober when you did that? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, ter- I turned um, the corner shortly after that. I did relapse at the end of that. Yep. And that was my last relapse. Well, it's, a, it's You're every incredibly day. brave, Fiona. The and they didn't know. Nobody knew. But, yeah. um, I, but there was two women in the Qantas lounge who knew because that was the, towards the end of my the last relapse I had. I became I became an asshole in the Qantas club. I remember. And I'm right. like, oh God, I've never been that. Yeah, but you know why? In that Qantas club, there's plenty in there. <laughs> so you would have been in good company. But in Fiona, company. that's why every what's why you're so loved. Yeah. You you have an and open heart, loved. and you just tell it like it is. And you've done so yeah. many people a service by being so open. And this is a day by day proposition. Alcoholism is not something that you get over. You're an alcoholic. It's, oh and that's God, it. bless you. Thank you, Jonesy. Yes, and um, it is that that relapsing which is a. It's actually a symptom of the disease, but mm. it is the most soul destroying. And I bloody hope I'm out of it because it was too long. It went 15 years, you know, mm. all up. Well, you call us whenever you need us, Fiona. Oh, God, I love you too. Thank you so much. Oh, well, look, congratulations on this book. I love how you've put this. Fiona O'Loughlin, Truths from an Unreliable Witness, Finding Laughter in the Darkest of Places. It's all good. power to you, Fiona. Thank you so much. It was real great. All right, you day. take care. Okay, talk soon. <laughs> See you, guys. See you, bye. Thank you. See you, Fiona. Charm Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.